Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially happening. Declan Chisholm will make his wild debut against the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow. Plus, John Hines putting a couple of passengers on notice at practice today. And we will take a look at tomorrow's game against the Buffalo Sabres. All coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wild. We are your team every day. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by GameTime. You can download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we will recap an eventful day at practice, an outdoor practice for the Wilds today that uh, featured a lot of different things that happened. Mason Shaw's return to the team and also a couple of lineup changes. So a lot to discuss. We'll also take a look at tomorrow's game against the Buffalo Sabres. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and it finally it finally happens, ladies and gentlemen. After campaigning for it since he was acquired, we are going to see Declan Chisholm make his Minnesota Wild debut. And in all of the spots that we hoped we would see. Now, one small gripe that uh, is associated with it, but Chisholm will play on the third pairing against the Sabres. He will also run the second power play and we knew coming in all the things we had heard about Declan Chisholm was that he is a defenseman that's capable of moving the puck he's got some uh, some pretty good skills offensively just needs a little work on the defensive side which we can work with you've got plenty of good defensive defensemen on this team whether it be Jake Middleton whether it be Jonas Brodeen, whether it be Brock Faber at this point. You've got plenty of good defensive defensemen. The problem with this team is that if they aren't defensive defensemen, a lot of the ones that play just really don't do much or offer much in the way of upside. But now we get to see Chisholm get his chance, see what he's got, see what we can evaluate. And I'm really excited to get the opportunity to see what Chisholm brings to the table in person tomorrow at the X. So really looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing what he's capable of, especially on the second power play unit. And uh, just looking forward to seeing kind of how he operates throughout the course of the game. His line pairing partner will be Alex Goligoski, which, I mean, it's, I'll, I'll say this. Considering the options you have right now, I'm wholly in favor 
of the third pairing getting a breather because even though John Merrill has been better over the last handful of games, he's still not a great option. And if we're being perfectly honest, you're just asking for trouble. If you can only rely on your third pairing to give you six, seven, eight minutes a game when they're out there defensively. And as good as Dakota Mermis has been, as serviceable as Dakota Mermis has been as a third pairing or even higher in the lineup defenseman for the Minnesota Wild this year, starting to look like he could benefit from a breather. And it's not as though it's not a, um, you know, we're, we're going to send you back down. Just give him an opportunity to take a little bit of a breath. He has committed penalties in three straight games. and his ice time against the, uh, the Arizona coyotes was just six and a half minutes in that game. And, you know, John Merrill, same thing. Merrill played six minutes, 28 seconds. He committed a penalty against Vegas. And, uh, so it's just, it's a situation where let's just try a new combination out on that third pairing. And I was encouraged by the fact that John Hines, and we'll talk more about this coming up next segment, but it seems like now we're finally getting to the point where because this team is in win at all costs mode, we're finally getting to the point where if players aren't pulling their weight, there are options now to replace them in the lineup. And that is especially true with what's going on with this third pairing defensively in, I mean, just look at the, look at the minutes that were uh, distributed in the game against the, uh, the Arizona coyotes you had. And I know there was a lot of, there was a lot of penalty time, both sides, but you had Brock Faber play 19 minutes, 34 seconds of even strength. Jonas Brodine played 2250 even strength. Zach Bogosian played 1940 even strength. Jake Middleton played 16 minutes, 54 seconds of even strength. Excuse me. And then Mermis and Merrill played five and a half and six and a half minutes of even strength time. It's, it's great that your top four is performing at the level that the Wilds top four defensively currently are. But with pivotal games coming up, you can't push those guys into the ground. You can't wear them into the ground and just not have a third pairing play hardly at all. So I'm real excited to see what Declan Chisholm brings to the table because and I saw that Hockey Wilderness had an article that came out today comparing uh, Chisholm to Kalen Addison. Now, from an offensive perspective, sure. I think the hope is that, because I know we I know we all wanted to see Addison succeed and to not be penalized for um, for making mistakes when he was out there defensively, but like we don't have to we don't have to dance around the fact that he just really was not great defensively. So if Chisholm can adapt, if he can adapt to his teammates 
and even shows a little promise defensively. It's not that you have to be just this world beater defenseman, this all world, all NHL Norris trophy caliber defenseman. Just show the ability to be mindful of your surroundings. As Liam Neeson said in episode one of star Wars, be mindful of your surroundings, be mindful of what's going on during the game. That's something that has been just sorely lacking for the uh, third pairing through most of the season is just turning the puck over by just throwing it to whoever by reacting slowly to get to the puck. There was one instance in the game against the coyotes was listening to the broadcast and Anthony LaPanta said something to the effect of loose puck in the defensive zone. And John Merrill hesitated before going to the puck, then backed off, which allowed Arizona to pick up the puck and fire a shot on net. Like the indecision, the turnovers, the inability to really offer anything of substance is just a huge reason that I'm extremely excited to see what Chisholm brings to the table. So if you want to talk about what to watch for tomorrow's game against the Sabres, that's it right there is just to see what Declan Chisholm brings. And we'll have a full breakdown of his game for uh, for you after the game in our Lockdown Wild postcast. But, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I had a long week. And to hear midway through the morning that uh, Chisholm was going to get into the lineup really kind of gave me a boost to get me through the rest of the day, as did what we will talk about next, because the passengers have officially been put on notice. Mason Shaw is ready. And if players don't start carrying their weight, Mason Shaw will take spots on the roster. And so we will take a look at who could possibly have been the subject of that discussion. All coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Reminder for you that uh, we will be starting up some Sunday live shows coming to you starting February 25th. So keep an eye out for that. We'll have uh, some instructions coming up 
uh, over the course of the rest of this week as to uh, how you can be part of the show and what to expect from our Locked on Wild live shows starting up on February 25th. So not only did hearing that Declan Chisholm is going to play get me excited for tomorrow night's game, what followed also honestly was enough to lift me through the rest of the day. As uh, in practice today, John Hines laying down the line for uh, a couple of players, as he said, quote, a couple of forwards need to be better. When Hines was asked about the plan for Mason Shaw, Shaw will not play tomorrow, which I think is a smart way to do this because let's, let's remember this too. This is obviously going to be a little bit of an emotional return for Mason Shaw. And so giving him an opportunity to get reacclimated with the team, get practice and a morning skate under his belt, I think is the right way to approach this. The team has been winning. Yes. So there isn't a huge urgency per se to make lineup changes, but the bar has been set. The die has been cast. The line has been thrown that if particular players don't pick up their performance, that Mason Shaw will take their spot in the lineup. And I wonder who, I wonder who that could be. So if we wind back to January 15th, this is an 11 game sample size for the Minnesota Wilds. And just look at the statistics for various wild players over the last 11 games. Jewel Erickson and Kirill Kaprizov both have 16 points over the last 11 games. Erickson has nine goals and seven assists, which is insane. Kaprizov has seven goals and nine assists, which is also not, not too shabby. Matt Boldy has four goals and nine assists in the last 11 games. He's got 13 points, so it couldn't be Matt Boldy. Uh, Brock Faber has 13 points in the last 11 games, two goals, 11 assists. So it couldn't be Brock Faber. Matt Zuccarello has three goals, seven assists, and 10 points in the last 11 games. So it couldn't be Zuccarello. Brodeen's got seven points. Marcus Foligno is obviously hurt right now. Marco Rossi and Ryan Hartman both have five points, two goals and three assists apiece. So it couldn't be those two. Jake Middleton has two goals, two assists. He's got four points in the last 11 games. Couldn't be him. Zach Bogosian even has four points in the last 11 games. Plus, he's not a forward. So none of these defensemen, they're, they're not forwards. You're not taking your top four defensively out of the lineup. For any reason, here are the names that could be on watch. Now, as mentioned, Pat Maroon is hurt. Vinny Letary just came back from injury. He has four. He has two points in his four games since returning to the lineup. Connor Dewar has a goal and an assist since returning to the lineup. Um, and actually, I think that goal. I think. The goal for Dewar came before he got hurt, and then he came back into the lineup. Here are the players that are at risk, I think, for potentially 
coming out of the lineup. Marcus Johansson has two goals in the last 11 games. That's all he has for points. In those 11 games, he has 11 total shots. Brandon Duhame has been elevated to the third line, so I'm not going to include him in this, even though he has just one point. But let's be honest here. Duhame's not a points guy. Duhame is a high-energy, physical, high-motor player that is a bottom six spark plug. When he scores, it's because he is able to use his speed to get past the defense, able to create a turnover on the penalty kill, and... Um, and take it back the other way for a potential goal. So Duhame is not somebody who is, you know, the scoring is not his, that's not his primary goal. His primary goal is to be physical, to be fast, and to provide the team a lift when he's out there on the ice. So I'm not going to put Duhame in here. Freddie Goudreau has one point in the last nine games, and guess how many shots Freddie Goudreau has in the last nine games? Seven total. So you want two names that I think are squarely in the sights of John Hines' message here. Marcus Johansson and Freddie Goudreau, who have three points combined and 18 combined shots. 18 combined shots. Guess uh, Zach Bogosian. Zach Bogosian in the last 11 games has as many shots as Marcus Johansson and Freddie Goudreau combined. There's your mind-blowing stat of the day. In fact, pretty much every player has almost 18 combined shots. Kirill Kaprizov on the other end of the spectrum, he's got 41 shots in the last 11 games. Matt Boldy has 38 Brock Faber even, 21. Zach Bogosian with more shots than the two of them combined. It's pretty clear that if particular players don't pick it up, this is, this is when we start to see the, hey, we have to keep winning these games and we can't afford to be just carrying players through this without majorly contributing. It took a while to get to this point, but we finally have. Again, because now you have the depth to be able to sit players if they don't carry their weight. And so do not be surprised if we see somebody list through the Buffalo game. Do not be surprised if we get a lineup change for Monday's game against Vancouver. Because the Buffalo game, Eastern Conference opponents, it's a game you absolutely should win if you are a serious playoff contender. But Vancouver is a far more important game for the Wilds in the playoff picture. And so you got to be all hands on deck for that game. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I have derailed myself. On my own, eye-opening stat of the night. Um, just, just blew my own mind here. And we talked about, you know, Johansson in particular in the game against Arizona. 
finding his way through that game without anything even remotely tangible in the statistical department. Denny's been watching hockey for 60 years and has never seen anything like that. I mean, it's one thing. It's one thing to be Dakota Mermis, as we talked about, and just look like a guy that needs a little bit of a breather. He has been, he has had a lot on his shoulders helping this team out and going from expecting to be the captain of the Iowa Wilds to being one of the regular defensemen for this Minnesota Wild team basically all season. At some point with a player like that, who especially is not used to playing a full NHL season, at some point it it catches up to you a little bit. So I'm glad he's getting an opportunity to just just a little bit of a refresh. But Johansson and Goudreau, I mean, they're they're NHL vets. What's going on there? So the die has been cast. The line has been set. Pick up your performance or else. And speaking of pick up your performance or else, another winnable game for the Minnesota Wilds and maybe one of the more infuriating losses of the season the last time these two teams played. We'll talk about that. We'll take a look at how Buffalo is doing at this point in the season as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is also brought to you by Camino Consulting. How would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another better prevents small misunderstandings from becoming big ongoing fights. After providing more than 20 years of service to small and mid-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflict and onboarding new employees, Camino is offering a digital seminar for families and couples. Did your Valentine's gift of tickets to the game not go over as well as you'd hoped? Get the Couples and Family Online Seminar for 25% off for the month of February using the discount code Locked On. Again, that is discount code Locked On for 25% off for the rest of the month at CaminoConsulting.ca or mention Locked On when reaching out for a business seminar and receive the first five profiles free. Head to CaminoConsulting.ca. That's CaminoConsulting. One final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen each and every day. We got you covered for tomorrow's afternoon matinee. We'll have a Locked on Wild postcast for you coming up after the game. We'll break down whatever happens between these two teams. And we'll set our sights towards Monday's game as well. Uh, So a lot coming up here this weekend. And it starts tomorrow against the Buffalo Sabres. And the Buffalo Sabres provided what I think was maybe one of the more frustrating losses of the season for the Minnesota Wilds. They ended up losing to Buffalo by a score of 3-2. to two. This was before Dean Evason was shown the door. And you look at it. Like, just listen to this. The Wild outshot... The Sabres, 35-25. They outhit the Sabres, 26-15. to 15. 
They throttled them in the face-off department, 40 to 15, just, just torched the Sabres in the face-off department. They were 2 of 5 on the power play. Sabres were 0 for 4 on the power play. So 2 for 5 on the power play, 4 for 4 on the penalty kill. Devin Levy just would not budge. And the Sabres with a single goal in all three periods. You had goals from Jewel Erickson Eck and Kirill Kaprizov but just could not get the equalizer to uh, to come away with the win. And so for the Wilds, they're looking to get even here, and it's a Buffalo Sabres team that has been in the skids a little bit over the uh, last handful of games. They currently are 20, uh, 23, 26, and 4, or as we like to call it, 23 and 30. And for the Sabres, they have lost five out of their last eight games. That includes three to one loss, a three to one loss back on January 20th to Tampa Bay, a four to two loss to the Anaheim Ducks. Minnesota Wild know exactly what that feels like. They turned around and beat the Los Angeles Kings five to three, then San Jose five to two, then lost two to one to Dallas, three to one to St. Louis. Before they absolutely pulverized the Los Angeles Kings by a score of seven to nothing. And then their most recent game, which was yesterday, lost to the Florida Panthers four to nothing. So it is just, it's a very inconsistent Sabres team with a ton of players that are not playing up to the level that was expected of them at the beginning of the season. Sound familiar? If you look from a points perspective, Casey Middlestat leading the way for the Sabres. He's got 43 points on the season, 12 goals, 31 assists. Leading goal scorer is J.J. Paterka with 19. Jeff Skinner has 17. Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck with 15 apiece. Rasmus Dahlin has 14, but uh, is also a minus 12. And... It's a Sabres team that just, they had a fantastic offensive season last year. They were in the playoff chase up until the last few weeks of the season when they really fell out of it. But I think the most, I think the most eye-opening thing is the offensive breakthrough that Jordan Greenway is having for the Buffalo Sabres this season. He had four goals for Buffalo last year after he was traded for a second round pick. How Bill Guerin convinced the Buffalo Sabres to give a second round pick for Jordan Greenway is is beyond me. But you look at what Greenway is doing this season. He has scored eight goals in 49, uh, 41 games. That is tied for the third highest output of his entire career in just 41 games. He has nine assists, which is not near his most um, from an assist standpoint. And he's got 17 points 
in 41 games. So he is pretty much a goal scorer. That's about all he is offering for the Buffalo Sabres this season. And if you look at what Greenway has done recently, he has scored two goals and has an assist. He's got three points in the month of February. And and that all came against the Los Angeles Kings. Beyond that, Greenway has, well, he had three goals in 2023. And now here in 2024, he has five. But it's it's pretty similar to what we've seen with Jordan Greenway in the past is he'll give you these flashes. And then against Florida, he didn't really do anything of note. Or the game against Dallas, he played 21 minutes, committed a penalty, and that was pretty much it. So Buffalo is learning, I think, exactly what the Minnesota Wilds got to the end of their rope with in the Jordan Greenway department is that you know the skill set is there. This the capabilities to unlock this potential is there. It's just what is going on between the ears is I think the big thing for Jordan Greenway. Now, from a goalie perspective, Uko Pekalukinen has made the most starts for the Sabres this year. He's 13, 13, and 2. 2.51 goals against average, 913 save percentage. And for Pekka Lukanen, if he ends up being the one that starts for the Sabres tomorrow, he is 1-2 here in February with a 1.69 goals against average and a 944 save percentage. He was the beneficiary of seven goals in that 7-0 win against the Los Angeles Kings. Stopped all 33 shots that he faced. So he's playing well. It's just he gave up three goals against St. Louis. The Sabres lost three to one. He gave up two goals to Dallas. Sabres lost two to one. So he has been on a nice little roll. It's just the Sabres can't score any goals. So if that is who ends up being in nets, it's just it's like any other time, though. Like it's it's funny how we made a diligent effort to try to do keys to the game at the beginning of the season and you get a handful of games into the year and you're like, the keys don't change. It's like if you either challenge the goalie or don't, that can impact if you win or lose. If you score the first goal or don't, that can be the difference between winning and losing too. I just would like to see the wilds do something similar to what they did against Aiden Hill where you get to the front of the net to try to knock a goalie off his spot, but then you get him moving side to side too. That's that multi-layer approach to attacking a goalie that was, I think, so impressive in that win against Vegas is get to the front of the net, but then make a guy move side to side beyond that. Philip Gustafson in net for the Minnesota Wild in this one, and if I recall... The goals against the Sabres the last time these two teams matched up, not great. So let's see a nice bounce back performance from Philip Gustafson in this game. And more importantly, I just would like to see another another strong showing from the murderer's row line 
of Kaprizov, Boldy, and Erickson Eck. Would love to see a uh, a spark from Declan Chisholm in this one. And also now just watching to see if anybody is just along for the ride because it's a good way to end up riding the pine for Mason Shaw when he is set to hop into the lineup for whoever's not up to par. So that is a little bit of a primer for tomorrow's game against the Buffalo Sabres. I will throw in as well uh, from a special teams perspective, the Buffalo Sabres power plays at 14.4% so far this season. Their penalty kills at 79.8, the wild at 20.6 on the power play and 74.7 on the penalty kill. Sabres are scoring 2.92 goals per game, which is just, just amazing considering how many goals they scored last year. Tage Thompson had 50 by himself. The Wild are scoring three goals per game, giving up 3.23. Sabres are at 3.08 against. Oh, and both of these teams are penalized a lot. 506 penalty minutes for the Sabres. 620 for the Minnesota Wild. So we'll see how things all play out. We've got you covered from the XL Energy Center tomorrow. Keep an eye on Declan Chisholm and the murderer's row line for the Minnesota Wild. Make sure to join us after the game for a Lockdown Wild postcast. Make sure to hit the like button as you head out for the night. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you have not already so that you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. Lockdown Wild has you covered with episodes like these plus live shows and Lockdown Wild postcasts. You can find all of it by subscribing to Lockdown Wild. Make sure you do so you don't miss out on any new content throughout the week, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network.